Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Here's Armstrong and Getty. Jeez, it's so cold in this studio, I can't feel my toes. <laughs> my God. Live from Studio C. Live temporarily. I'll be dead soon. C-O-L-D, my friend. Jesus, cold in here. And uh, you just walked in. You're already benumbed. Dimly lit room. Freezing ice cold. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The COVID vaccine, which is the new Donald Trump. You have to have a strong opinion about it. And if anybody disagrees or even subtly has a different view, you have to hate them. Yeah, we are just during the pre-show meeting, which I realize it's shocking that we have a meeting before this, but at the pre-show meeting, we've decided vaccines the new Trump. Anything you say about it, you'll make a whole bunch of people angry. Absolutely. I'll reveal my favorite aspect of the angry emails coming up. Don't go away. things used to be when you'd have discussions about things? Do you remember how it used to be? You know, somebody'd say something and somebody'd say, oh, I, I heard it was this. And you'd say, oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Hmm. Instead, or you might say, you know, I disagree. I don't think it probably works like that. Really? Why? Blah, 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 blah. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Or to each their own, if you finally come to a, you know, a conclusion. You're an idiot <laughs> and a fascist and a racist. Why don't you do your research, you idiots? Hmm. So the latest one, uh, black coffee's good. The latest one is, um, and I watched a video yesterday, and Laura Ingram had a dude on last night, that the vaccine is creating the mutations, um, and that natural immunity is a much healthier way to go, because we're uh, incentivizing the, uh, vac- the, 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 the dang COVID out there to mutate and... Uh, that's what's happening. And so the more vaccines, hmm. the more mutations. And we're actually, you know, it's counterproductive. I don't know that that's true. But I, I feel like we would have heard that a long time ago when they're ramping up toward uh, even creating the vaccine, that, that somebody would have come forward with that. Yes. Yeah. I see your point. A skeptic. Uh, right. It's kind of funny that it's just getting uh, traction now. Although that's, that is why that's one of the reasons why viruses mutate is to escape death from x y or z yeah they, he, they, the, 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 the doctor on the floor ingram last night used the example of uh, antibiotics and how if we overuse antibiotics they mutate into something that we can't control the antibiotics uh, was applying that to the vaccine same situation Hmm. I mean, I'd have to think about the evolution of microbes for a minute before I answered authoritatively. Well, I'm not even going to attempt to answer it. This is not a a realm that I know anything about. Yeah. So, but uh, I I just, I feel like more smart people would be saying something if that were the case. Right. Right. With all due respect to the fact that the, uh, the, the great authorities, the, the sacred ones on high who pronounce to us all that is good and true have frequently twisted their message or been outright dishonest to try to manipulate us. So, uh-huh. yeah, we, we understand that. So, anyway. So, oh, which brings me, now's, now's as good a time as any to, to uh, relate to you my favorite part of angry email. Okay. 
And that's and and listen, it's fine. You know, this is a great job. We get paid pretty well. Uh, I'm not complaining. I just think it's funny, and I think a lot of you uh, will get this, and you might enjoy it. The one of the hazards of the occupation is that when you're talking about a topic, particularly a topic that's that's not simple, um, unless you deal with every single aspect of it, every single time it comes up, which would be mind bogglingly slow paced and boring, by the way. But unless you do that, inevitably you get two to five emails saying, You stupid idiots, you didn't bring out bring up factor X three. Why don't you do your research, you friggin' idiots? As if we're going to go through the entire Wikipedia page of every single topic every single time it comes up. Can you give me an example? Oh, just, you know, the vaccine stuff would be a good one. Uh, you guys didn't bring up the, uh, what is the, the system to warn uh, vaccine problems? It's an acronym. You didn't bring up the fact that there are 1200 of this and some doctors think blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's, 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 it's. the VAERS system, vaccine adverse event reporting system has received reports of over 12,000 deaths that followed after people received the vaccine, not causal and confirmed, but suspicious and under investigation. The conventional wisdom among doctors say the actual number is probably higher, maybe even tenfold. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, again, again, we're trying to make you less bored as you go out your day. All right. We don't claim to be the Bible, nor the Koran, nor that, that big, thick diseases book that doctors flip through, nor Wikipedia. All right, calm the hell down. So a couple things are man's achievements, not uh, man's failures or controversial or whatever. Hanson, can you grab a little from the trailer from the new Clint Eastwood movie? Because I'm hearing some really favorable buzz about the new Clint Eastwood movie, which apparently is out. Dude likes making movies. Cry Macho by Clint Eastwood, directed and produced. It's uh, from a novel from 1975 that I'm unaware of. The, the plot is a former, former rodeo star played by him. He's, he's starring in this movie, directing and producing. And, and directing. Yeah. He's, isn't, he, isn't he 81 or something like that? He's, he's in his 80s. He's the only, only human on the planet older than Joe Biden. Did you know that? <laughs> uh, Cry Macho, it's about a, uh, a, a former rodeo star who's hired to return a young man in Mexico to his father in the United States. And it stars a bunch of uh, people I've never heard of, although it stars Dwight Yoakam, who I have heard of. Um, Is this like Bronco Billy, rodeo star? Very much like it. I don't think it's much like it at all. The, Does the... he have an orangutan in this movie? Because <laughs> to me, that's just irresistible. Clint and an ape. Um, he is ninety-one, by the way. Ninety-one, <laughs> ninety-one. Chima. Yeah, I know. Oh, the, the, if he, I hope I'm as sharp as him when I'm sixty-one. If he were merely sitting in a chair, kind of directing. Yeah. You know, making the big calls, but most people doing all the work. That'd be something. But he's directing, producing, and starring in this movie. And uh, the reviews have been pretty good so far. And I just saw a couple that said, watch this trailer and not try, try not to cry. I don't know if I want a trailer oh, that makes me cry. We have the trailer. We do. Well, we'll, we'll get to that later this hour. Okay. We'll play that later this hour. And um, I look forward to that because I love me a good Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. I almost watched The Mule on an airplane the other day. That's the, that's the name of it, right? The Mule? 
He's an old, retired something or other who is forced to become a drug mule for the cartels because he's broke or something or well, other. Well, let's give Clint Eastwood this. At least he plays an old something or other. You know, he's an old guy who sits on his porch and uh, and, and, and fights <laughs> Asians in Gran Torino. That I was mean, such a good movie. Oh, awesome movie. But he plays an old guy, and so yes. he can act like an old guy. He does it. He's not Robert De Niro playing a 40-year-old trying to beat somebody in the streets. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Shuffling around. Well, I'll show you, yeah, Clint, you youngster. Clint Eastwood's still not doing the badass cowboy who rides into town and, 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 and shoots the gang one person at a time and beats them all up. No, he realizes I'm an old man. I'm 91, so i got to play something a 91-year-old would do. Right, right. <laughs> but still directing and producing, the guy just must have a desperate need to make movies. Or that's his favorite thing in the world, and why wouldn't he do it? Yeah, and started as a really an underwear model because he was uh, so damned handsome, and turns out oh, yeah. he had a lot of a lot of talent in him. Please, dreamy. Um, uh, oh, and the other achievement: the uh, women won the gold medal in the bikini uh, volleyball tournament. <laughs> it's it's actually called beach volleyball. It's a great sport. I love that sport. I almost wish they but would. Do you uh, watch the men's? Uh, they don't show the mess. See, that's what I don't get. I don't get. I don't get how we just. Well, I think this one's based on they forced them. The Olympics makes them wear bikinis. They don't make the men wear tight clothes. So it's not for any reason. They make the women wear bikinis. I almost wish they'd throw shorts on them, just so I wouldn't have to listen to this from you, among other people. But because I really enjoy the sport. But if people like the sport, wouldn't they watch the men's? The men's would be a better version of it, wouldn't it? Most uh, the, likely? Conceivably, yeah. I mean, Although the gals are spectacular. I'm hearing all about the men's basketball. I don't hear a word about the women's basketball. I just heard today that they're going to play for the gold medal. I thought, mm-hmm. all right, that's right. They do have women's basketball in the Olympics. Hadn't heard a word about it. People pay attention to the men's. But in the volleyball, they pay attention to the women's, not the men's. And why is that? Well, I could make an argument that part of the Olympic ideal is the the athletic form, the the youth, the, the fit so, Beautiful youth. Maybe they they used to run, compete in the nude, well, Jack. Maybe they should all be naked then. Well, that was the, in ancient Greece. And you, with your bizarre, puritanical, practically Muslim fundamentalist attitudes about covering women, I don't understand it. It's part of the Olympic ideal. They're beautiful young people. The Olympics make the women play in their <laughs> underwear, and I'm the weirdo. I tried, for folks. Pointing that I tried. Out. Yeah. Um, the short girl on the American team, I should know their names because they're elite athletes. The short woman, <laughs> she's six one. Oh, really? Yeah. The 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 bigger gal, the spike and block and machine, whose name I should also know, is six foot five. Wow. Yeah. A tall drink of water. That is tall. Um, yeah. uh, a couple other Olympic notes: the men's are playing. The men are playing for the gold medal in basketball against France this weekend. The men's baseball team. <clears throat> there's not a women's uh, baseball team. There's a women's softball team. They lost sexism. But the men's baseball team is playing for the gold against Japan, which is pretty exciting. Yes, I'd like to see that game. We got By the way, the uh, the the beach volleyball duo is oh, it just reset on me. I hate when that happens. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen: April Ross and Alex Kleinman. Congratulations. Uh, so we'll get some more of that like, uh, coming up. I just saw this headline. There's a new poll out that shows a large number of Americans have ended friendships over COVID-19. Not surprised. I mean, shocked, but not surprised. Huh. If I didn't keep my mouth shut, I could have. We're an angry, edgy species at this point. Homo sapiens are on the edge. We're, we're very angry. We're mm-hmm. very wound up. I blame the Internet. So we'll get to that trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie later this hour. We'll bring you the poll on people losing friends. We got a mailbag on the way, which I, how is it? 
Oh, it's, it's very good. We have Cal, though. Clips of the week first. And that is next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. Here's a headline we should touch on. Biden's embrace of Trump-era border policy frustrates Democrats. I think there's... Yeah, well, welcome to reality. I think there's a couple reasons Biden is embracing Trump-era border policies, and he should have embraced more of them. Uh, one, they were working. Two, they make sense. And three, they poll really well. Despite... Cable news and blue checkmark Twitter, they poll really well among most Americans. Yeah, that headline could easily be, the left is so delusional about immigration uh, issues, they're surprised by the current turn toward reality. Who could be shocked by this? You got your mailbag. You got your freedom-loving quote of the day coming up. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Please be advised, some may find what we're about to show you graphic. But I have seen thousands of naked males. No, thank you. I didn't really care about the outcome. I was just happy that I made the routine and then I got to compete one more time. How does that feel to represent your country like this? I'm so happy I get to represent USA! I love you, brother. I love you, D. Lemon. <laughs> this is Don Lemon tonight. The calls are getting louder and louder. Top Democrats from New York to the White House calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. Are you now calling on him to resign? Yes. I just say let it go. Just go with the flow, baby. We must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression. I think we should reject and stand up to crazy people. The recommendations are uh, for kids under 12, mask wearing in schools and at, at home. I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. It seems like the right thing to do. My parents are reported A lot of the people using kitty and pup and bunny self pronouns are neurodivergent minors. On all levels except physical, I am a wolf. And he was a powerful bullet fart of a... American birthing person, stay away from me. (laughs) Nessus. Beautiful. So, I hadn't heard this Cuomo meme. Killing grannies and smacking fannies. Yes. That's pretty good. Yep. And I truly and deeply apologize yeah, for rough, it. That's rough, man. That's yeah. rough, but accurate. Killing grannies and smacking fannies. Humor's one of the great weapons, and that's that's a good example of it. Uh, before we move on, uh, well, I guess this is part of mailbag, so we'll hold on to it. Uh, here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. Wrapping up our series, for now, from Thomas Sowell. Many on the political left are so entranced by the beauty of their vision, they cannot see the ugly reality they are creating in the real world. I think the border situation is a perfect example of that, as we were just discussing. Mailbag! Woo-woo! So, uh, getting back to American okay, birthing okay. person. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? What? I'm sorry, we did clips of the week. 
Wow, oh I completely God. forgot, Cal. Wow. Wow. All right, moving along. That's the. I might have to take some ginkgo biloba. I feel like I'm walking past a crazy homeless person just trying to <laughs> pretend nothing weird is happening. <laughs> Getting back to the American birthing person. Stay away from me. Can you turn off the music, Michael? Theodore Anonymous writes, um, When a man loves a birthing person, and pretty birthing person, won't you walk on by, pretty birthing person, don't make me cry. Thank you, Theodore Anonymous. Well done. You can turn the music up if there's any left, Michael. Look at that. It was just the band continues playing, wondering if we're going to turn the volume on their mic. They play this live every day. You didn't know that, did you? Uh, Kevin from Placerville, California. Always interesting. Always good to hear from Kevin. Yada da 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 Systemic racism resistance. Brilliant. I'm totally stealing Joe's line that the U.S. has system systemic racism resistance. You might even say the U.S. has a racism immune system. Whenever an incident occurs, which is even possibly tangentially racist, there's an entire system in the country that rises up to quash it. In fact, I think the country's issue today is that we've developed an autoimmune disease. This is where the immune system becomes overactive and attacks itself. Wow, what a great insight, Kevin. Yeah. All too often nowadays, our system to prevent racism will have its sights set on ordinary Americans for incidents that aren't at all racist. The most common treatment for autoimmune diseases is anti-inflammatories. So I guess in this analogy, that would mean finding a way to reduce our polarizing and inflammatory rhetoric. Good luck with that. Anyway, Owen, too. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, great note. Good thinking. I'm glad you were able to build on mine. Trailer to the Clint Eastwood movie and other stuff coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So at the end of this segment, we'll get the dessert of trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, but you have to eat your vegetables first and listen to some poll numbers about a variety of topics. So <laughs> vegetables in your meal first, then the Clint Eastwood trailer. Yeah, he's 91 and he's starring and directing a new movie. That's amazing. It is. It really is. Man, if you can get out of your chair and take a walk around the block when you're 91, and you know your name, that's a huge win. Imagine the complexities of acting and directing a movie and learning all those lines and you know, th- thinking of the camera shots and the lighting and all the things. you got. I just can't even imagine. Well, in keeping order on the set, I realize he has help, but I propose a new saying in the English language. May you age like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's a beautiful wish. Although we know he's not 100%, we all remember the, the chair speech he gave in the Mitt Romney presidential, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, convention. Uh, convention, yeah. Well, that was an improv bit that didn't that petered out. That, that was, happens with improv bits. 2012. Yeah, but then again, that's a special case. Yeah. May you age like Clint Eastwood. I already haven't, so. Yeah, I'm behind already. Movie tradesmen. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. Go through these in order. Majority of Americans in new poll say it would be bad for the country if Trump ran in twenty twenty four. Maybe you believe the poll. Maybe you don't. It is a um, who did this poll? Anyway, I'll just read it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a talk show host, and some of you will hate this, but go ahead and hate. I think somebody with a substantial portion of Trump's policies who is not Trump would be a better choice. of respondents, however, said another Trump campaign would be good for the country. So there you go. About 
two-thirds said uh, they didn't think it'd be good for the country. Uh, 49% of respondents, though, polled said they think Trump will run for president in 2024, about half. I don't think so. You don't in fact, so. I'm pretty sure he won't. I don't believe he's made up his mind yet. That'd be my guess. Yeah, yeah I, well, I would agree with that, too. I just think by the time several more years have passed, a few more years have passed, he'll have thoroughly checked back into his regular life. He's going to be not a young guy. Um, and I don't think he wants to go through the hell of it again. So I saw this uh, poll headline today. New poll shows large number of Americans have ended friendships over COVID-19. And a larger number know someone who has died. I do not know someone who has died of COVID. Um, 20% of Americans say they have lost friendships over a COVID-19 dispute. I haven't, but I certainly could have if I'd have wanted to, like, argue about various things. I don't yeah, think, I, I don't have I don't have kids in school anymore, which so expands your interactions with other human beings uh-huh. um, that I, you know, my life as it is, I haven't come within a thousand miles of that. I can't I can't imagine how that would happen. Well, I can't imagine it, but not in my life. So that's crazy to me. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, more likely you did not. Sixty eight percent of people said they did not uh, lose a friendship over covid. Eric Clapton, the famous guitar player, talking about ancient uh, celebrities, um, uh, he says he's lost many friendships, old friendships, over the whole COVID thing because he's a super anti-vaxxer. Democrats outpaced Republicans. Does that mean anything? In losing uh, friendships? More Democrats losing friends than uh, Republicans. I'm not surprised by that at all. I mean, we've had statistics where uh, the people on the various uh, sides of the Trump divide, the lefties are much more likely to to end friendships. Conservatives think lefties are misguided. Lefties think conservatives are evil. There's a difference. Um, A separate poll found that 18% of Americans have suffered the death of a close friend because of COVID. I have not. No, but uh, 18% have, which is really, you know, when you th- when you hear about 600,000 people dying and it's drilled into you every single day, um, I was in a conversation with the other day with a, a couple of different people on how many people we even know that have had COVID. And up until fairly recently, it was very few. It probably is fairly telling that almost all of us, our experience with people we know have had COVID was recent. The Delta thing is flying around pretty fast. Although your point that the testing is way up, way more people are getting tested is uh, can't be left out. Because how many people did I know that did have COVID that they didn't know it and I did not? Right, exactly. Just, you know, as long as we're sharing personal experiences, it ripped through a golf club where I played, um, uh, you know, quite a few months ago and a bunch of guys had it. They just had the sniffles, though. If you took that out of the equation, how many people do you personally know that have had COVID? Oh, a handful. Because I don't, I have very few. Um, but also from the same survey, and this is worth mentioning, and it doesn't have anything to do with COVID, I don't think. Americans have fewer friends than they did 30 years ago, just in general. This poll just came out last week. Yeah, not surprised by that. Um, survey Center on American Life spoke with more than 2,000 adults, 18 and older. Only 13% of those polled said they had more than 10 close friends. 10 close friends seems like a lot uh, to me. This is Ten close friends? Yeah, it depends how you define it, but I see your point. This yeah. is in contrast to a 1990 Gallup poll in which a third of U.S. adults said they had ten or more close friends. That's a pretty significant drop in the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy easy to understand. If you name five things you did for fun or satisfaction in the course of your week, I'd say back in, you know, back in the day, back in the 80s, for instance, 
four of the five at least would involve direct interaction with other humans. Clubs, uh, sports teams, uh, hobbies, uh, civic organizations, whatever. Now it's probably, you know, watch TV, watch video games, Netflix and chill. Well, that involves a human being. Uh, all sorts of uh, techie stuff. Uh, nearly half of people said they lost touch with at least a few friends over the last 12 months of the pandemic. That's interesting. I think I was in more contact. It was texting and stuff, but I think I was in more contact with people during the pandemic than normal years. Uh, but uh, So half of people said they lost contact with a friend, and one in ten said they'd lost touch with most of their friends in the last year. Wow. You're doing it wrong. Oh, that's the, that's got to be the super paranoid crowd. Yeah, I did. You're just terrified of any interaction. I did run into a guy the other day, and uh, and uh, he said, "This is the first time I've been out in like a year and three months." He said, and it feels kind of weird. And I thought, "You're a nut. Yeah, you're a you, nut that you haven't been out in a year and three months." But whatever. You have my pity. Yeah. Too bad you felt that way about the pandemic. Of course, I don't know his health situation. He might he might have some sort of health situation where this thing was a death sentence, and I don't know, so I should. Yeah, be but wait a minute. That doesn't mean he can't go hiking in a national park or kayaking or, or play golf or whatever. Um, you could be a bubble boy and do those things. <laughs> He's a nut. You were right the first time. <laughs> how is how is the bubble boy hiking in the national park? <laughs> well, he leaves his bubble behind. Oh, okay. You know, he's going to take a chance. Maybe he gets the squirrel fever. Maybe he doesn't. But he's going to take a damn walk. <laughs> uh, politics may be a key reason friendships are ending. Oh, of those, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> of those surveyed, 20% of Democrats, 10% of Republicans polled said they had friendships end over a political disagreement. Twice as many Democrats as Republicans, getting back to what Joe was just talking about. That echoes a poll a few months ago. Yeah. As to the fewer friends, this is anecdotal, and I'll just throw this in, and then we'll get to the Clint Eastwood trailer, which I'm kind of wanting to hear, and it's got a uh, a body joke at the end. Oh, no. Somewhat concerned about. Um, I know my brother talks about the lunchroom at his work. He's got kind of a lunch pail sort of job, and uh, people actually bring lunch pails and sit there in the lunchroom and have lunch. And he said, prior to smartphones, because I had a lunch pail job back in the day, and lunch hour, we'd all sit around and talk and eat. I mean, what else are you going to do? And you've been working all day, and you just you're <laughs> you're looking for something to do other than. But you'd sit there and talk about all kinds of different things. He said nobody talks anymore. Everybody just sits there and stares at their phone the whole hour. Yeah. And I've been out of going to bars uh, 15 years ago tomorrow uh, since I've uh, had an alcoholic drink. But um, uh, from what I understand from the bar crowd, the go in and sit at the bar, and you end up in a conversation with the dude down the bar about the ball game or the weather or COVID or politics or whatever is gone. Everybody just sits there and stares at their phone. Nobody talks to each, anybody. They, you yeah. don't even have conversations with the bartender like you used to. Because I heard this from a bartender. It used to be bartending. Really, a lot of the job was being a conversationalist, you know, and you got the lonely drunks like myself who would come in and sit there at the bar by themselves, and you strike up a conversation, and you, you, you're you good You're good at a whole bunch of different topics. You can talk to people. You, and this bartender dude said, don't have to do that at all anymore because everybody just sits there and stares at their phone. Yeah. That would have to play a role in the, in the, the way lower number of friends over the last 30 years, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's undeniable. As an introvert, I'm grateful for that phenomenon. Uh, but uh, yeah, of course, we just we don't have to reach out to other humans nearly as much as we used to. Mm. And uh, w- well, yeah, mm, interesting. Let me uh, correct myself. I think we do need to. We just don't. 
So this new Clint Eastwood movie, he's a 91-year-old man traveling the the country, uh, getting into fist fights with an orangutan. Is that what mm. the movie's about? More or less, yeah. yeah. What's it called? Cry Macho. Cry Macho. Do we need to know anything before we hear the trailer, Hanson, or can we just play the trailer? Because I don't want people to be completely mystified. Okay, let's just roll it. You know how many people told me to just cut you loose? You going to say anything? Howard, I've always thought of you as a small, weak, and gutless man. But you know, there's no reason to be rude. You used to be strong, natural. I used to be a lot of things. But I'm not now. Now I'll tell you something. This macho thing is overrated. Just people trying to be macho show that they've got grit. That's about all they end up with. It's like anything else in life, you think you got all the answers. I'm Mike. Marta. And you realize as you get older, you don't have any of them. We all have to make choices in life, kid. You have to make yours. His name is Macho. Like me? Very strong rooster. Whatever. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I want to... Name is Cock Macho. <laughs> it's okay by me. <laughs> Thanks, Clint. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so uh, he's hired to bring a boy back to the U.S. from Mexico or uh, something like uh, that? Apparently, but uh, obviously it gets a lot into the idea of aging and uh, life and all that sort of stuff. And the Clearly. Re- yeah. One of you I said saw said to watch the trailer and try not to cry. I haven't seen it, but uh, it sounds, you know, I got to be in the mood to want to contemplate the meaning of life to watch a movie, but uh, it sounds, it took me a long time to watch Gran Torino because I'd heard of what it was about and just, you know, in the day-to-day raising kids and pressures of life, it never seemed like a good time to watch it. And it was, is a, a tough movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this one sounds like it might be also. Yeah, I, I got to be in the right mood to take in a gut-wrenching drama. You but, know, well, life wrenches my guts. I don't need help. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll take the thoughts of a 91-year-old who's been participating in life for uh, for that long on uh, aging and uh, what it looks like from there. So Yeah, here, here. I hope I get there to have that perspective. Oh, unlikely. I like the plot, though. Bringing that young Mexican boy back to his father in the States. Shades of Alien Gonzalez, Janet Reno, Bill Clinton will take your calls. What should be done? <laughs> That was Dwight Yoakam in the early scene, though, uh, talking with Clint Eastwood, though, so he stars oh, in the movie yeah. also. Yeah. Anywho, we'll get back to other stuff. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Um, uh, Ted Cruz gave a powerful speech yesterday about how much money we're spending. The Republicans uh, care about money when Democrats are spending it, not when Republicans are spending it. But, anywho, it's worth taking a look at. Among other things, oh, and something really funny. We got something funny for you at some point. And then we'll get back to arguing bitterly? Exactly. Losing, okay. Losing All right. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, guys, great news. 
I came to the kitchen, I saw something I ordered, and it is a freaking new iPad. I am so excited. My kids have owned one, I've never owned one. This is just a groundbreaking day. I've always had a little phone, but now this iPad is in my hands, and I feel like my life is changing as we speak. And I'm so excited. Upward bound! Yes! That is Brittany Spears, incredibly excited about having an iPad. Um, I think one could claim that uh, it's that whole conservatorship thing. She's been blocked off from the world for the past 15 years or however long it's been because uh, she has no control over her own finances or decisions. Yeah, I don't know if that's extended to iPad ownership, but it uh, sounds like it. If it yeah. extends to birth control and what kind of date you can go on, it probably does. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So uh, a couple of stories came to light uh, as I was getting ready for the show earlier this morning. Uh, they popped up in my newsfeed practically back to back. And I will share them with you in a moment. But here is my overarching theorem. Is it a theory or a theorem? I don't even know. Hypothesis. Exactly. Uh, my hypothesis is it will not be nuclear weaponry. It will not be a killer virus or at least not entirely, that wipes out mankind. It will not be SMA, the sweet meteor of death. It will be clickbait. Clickbait <laughs> will be the, the one of the great factors in the undoing of Homo sapiens, well, at well, least as the dominant uh, beast on the planet. It's working on it. Because I think it brings such cynicism. I'll give you the examples. Back to back in my news feed, and this happens to be on the topic of the global warming. The, uh, the climate change. Study warns of irreversible... Mm, take two. <laughs> Study warns of irreversible transition in ocean currents that could rapidly freeze parts of North America. An irreversible transition in ocean currents. Dramatic changes. Extreme cold to Europe and parts of North America, among other things. Just free- It's an ice age. An ice age in Europe and North America. And then seconds later in my news feed... Climate crisis. Scientists spot warning signs of the Gulf Stream collapsing. That is the giant air current that runs from roughly north, kind of west station, and sweeps down, then east and up, and through the U.S. and across the world. It's a big air current that goes all the time, more or less. The currents are already at their slowest point in at least 1,600 years. An almost complete loss of stability over the last century. Ah, blah, blah, blah. It's not known what level of CO2 would trigger a AMOC collapse. That's 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 not even worth mentioning what that stands for. But uh, that would let's see what would the effects of that be? Uh, oh, dramatic rises in sea level. Let's see, severely disrupting the rains that billions of people depend on for food in India, South America, and West Africa. Increasing storms and lowering temperatures in Europe, pushing up the sea level off eastern North America. It would also further endanger the Amazon rainforest and Antarctic ice sheets. Blah blah blah. So, in, in the course of five minutes. I get two, life is about to end as we know it. Click here, click here, please, click, click right now, click here. Well, and so uh, it seems more and more obvious that uh, so many news organizations aren't even making an attempt to try to inform you about the news of the day. They get up every day, and I'm I'm picturing like my parents or my brother and how they would click on stuff, or uh, lefties that I know on how they would click on stuff. People that just kind of get up in the morning or at some point in the afternoon, they go through their news feed. You need to give them, one, like lefties, you got to give them one, here's uh, here's how dangerous Trump is story. You need to give them one confirming global warming story. 
you need to give them one, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, racism, Republicans are trying to keep black people from voting story. And they right. don't have yeah. to be based in anything. No new news has to have happened. No. You just have to come up with one of those per day because you know that that crowd will click on them. And then, like, for my brother and my parents, you'd have you'd have one uh, immigration story on there, one uh, Trump might run again story, you know, and it doesn't have to be based on anything. Ron DeSantis owns Joe Biden. They they right. don't actually care whether you read past the first period of the first sentence once yeah. you clicked on it. Well, and uh, one further aspect of this, uh, COVID being the new Donald Trump, uh, the new uh, Uber Alice clickbait motivator, uh, ignore any story that has the word may in it. I came across several of those this morning. Researchers in the Netherlands believe the Delta variant may, blah, blah, blah. Researchers think the Lambda variant may, blah, blah, blah. All these, it may this, it may that, but it may not, so shut up, let me know when you know. I'd never thought about it before, and I don't know if you work somewhere where they do, where they do click counts. I don't know if they do still around here, but they did for a while on our website. Um, click counts, and I mean, people lose their jobs or get raises based on the number of clicks you get. And certainly, there are organizations that think, okay, here are the big five we gotta hit every day. We gotta have an anti-Trump, we gotta have a global warming, we gotta have a, uh, a January 6th story. We got to have it. You know, here are the five things that will get clicked on always. And we got to have I one of those every day. Oh, I guarantee that. They study that with sophisticated algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, you're right. That is, that is not good. That is not good. New study out. And this is a good study. It doesn't say what may happen. It says what is about how important and uniquely important dads are to kids. We'll have that next hour. And the infrastructure bill is the new Green Deal. Armstrong and Getty.